Brilliant. Thanks a lot. Broadcasting live on the Mix Radio Network. You're listening to Casey Ryan on the cutting room floor. Casey, the floor is yours. How you doing, everybody? Casey Ryan here again for another episode of the Cutting Room Floor, a little podcast that I started to showcase any entertainers and creative types from all walks. I like to say if you've got a story to tell or a project to sell, I want to hear from you. Uh, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at Cutting Room MRB or hit me up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cutting Room MRB. Uh, second half of my double header today. Uh, I'm doing two hours and I've got four guests on the show. Uh, earlier in, uh, in the podcast, we had Derek Solarsano on here uh, and Alexia Anastasio, uh, two great guests, and I was proud to talk to them. Uh, so in the second half of the show, we're going to be doing some things that are a little bit on the lighter side. Uh, I've got Diane Jennings here in the first half, and I've got an interview with the President of the United States in the second half. Uh, not really an impersonator, but he's um, talks a good game, and I'm going to ask the questions that everybody wishes they could and not worry about getting in trouble. Um, before we get into that, I wanted to give a quick thank you to The Wolf, who acts as my announcer. You can listen to him and his dear wife, Susan, right here on the Mix Radio Network every Friday night from 8 o'clock until midnight on the Live from the Morgue podcast. Uh, and uh, to Michael Cardillo, who uh, wrote that little jingle for me as the opener. Uh, also, a quick mention, uh, I'm going to be doing a little bit more of this. I've done this in past years, but uh, every once in a while I see a project that I really grabs my attention. Uh, and a couple of days ago, I had uh, Daniel Ferrand and James Rocha on here to talk about uh, a comic book that they're trying to raise money for called The Fourth Monkey. And you can find this at The Fourth Monkey, and it's uh, the number four in the Natiage. Uh, so, The Fourth Monkey Comic.com. It's on Kickstarter right now. Really compelling piece of uh, storytelling. Uh, it's an anthology of eight stories that are self-contained, uh, each deal with a different uh, social and environmental issue. So it's really good, dark, hard storytelling without being preachy, uh, done by eight different writers and artist teams. So I'm really looking forward to seeing where this is going. The artwork is some of the best I've seen uh, in any indie comic, and I'd stack uh, you know, a lot of it up against uh, some of the images. I even joked with the guys that I, th I found an image uh, you know, that, that would make a good tattoo for me. <laughs> so uh, check this out. The fourthmonkeycomic.com and again thanks to Daniel and James and to Bill Sally who was one of the contributors for bringing this to my attention. So uh, dialing in from Ireland I've got Diane Jennings here. Uh, so Diane is one of these people that, that um, I, I like to kid she's got so much going on in terms of her uh, in terms of her professional career that you almost don't know where to start when you're drafting questions. Uh, she holds two degrees and a master's degree, um, and she's based out of usually out of Dublin, Ireland. She's part of the Facts uh, team, which is a uh, a wildly popular group on YouTube. She also operates her own channel, and when she's not doing that, uh, she has uh, works as a uh, presenter on uh, on Karma, which is about video games. Uh, Karma, a, a podcast for Karma video games. Uh, and she also sings in an alternative rock band. So uh, there's lots of ground to cover, and I'm proud to have her on. And a, a quick thank you to Lori George. Now, Lori uh, is a good friend of mine. I've, I've known 
known her for several years online, and uh, Laurie sent me dozens of people. And when I happened to mention that I was going to be doing some bonus shows because I'm going to be off work uh, on leave for a little while, uh, Laurie went out and tagged about it must have been at least 20 people, and about half of them said yes right away. And and Diane was one of the first people to to jump on the bandwagon. So uh, I'm proud to have her on. It's always great to have new people on here. The cutting room floor proudly welcomes from Ireland, Diane Janics. Uh, Diane, how are you? Hello, how is it going? How are you? So the first question I always have for everybody when they're on here for the first time is just a bit of an icebreaker, Diane. Uh, did I get your bio information right, or is that close enough for rock and you roll? You did, absolutely. But um, I'm actually more fascinated because I thought for a minute I was opening for the President of the United States. So um, this that guy, had me a shock for a minute. This guy talks a good game, and believe me, if I, you know, I mean, you know what it's like to, to you know, be in an allied country and have to watch this. What a freak show that is down there! I, I, you know. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, I don't know where to start with that whole thing. I mean, good luck, guys, over there. Try, 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 being, try being, try being, uh, try being their next door neighbor. Yeah, mm. so. yeah I know. I know. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's hard times over there, you know. Odd so. times, yeah. But um, so I'll just jump right into it. I, I mean, I, I've had a. A lot of fun watching, you know, you guys, and the, you know, the, there seems to be a bit of a cult following about food tasting shows online <laughs> now. Or, right, you know, like I know it's so funny. It's like uh, every now and again, you're in in shooting those the videos with facts, and uh, you go bring a fork up to your mouth, and you're like, oh my god, there's like maybe a million people gonna watch me eat this. Like <laughs> what? So uh, yeah, it's funny. So so the, right. ba so the 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 basic concept is uh, you know sort of a familiar one that that that, that you try foreign foods or foreign snacks or or do you cover other ground on facts too? Um yeah well I mean it's it's kind of as you say a familiar format um but I think uh, to the credit of the producers they do it in a pretty unique way um so yeah we we try eating things and we watch things and then we also do like some experimental videos and stuff but um. This kind of, this kind of, I think we have our own little twist on it. In that, uh, the cast of characters is, I think, quite unique and interesting. Um, and we have a really cool community in the uh, in the comment section too. So. Yeah, and that that has to be a riot for you. I mean, I was reading through some of those. That the, the, some of the things that people come out with in reaction to 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 what you're doing, some of them are funny, right? But, oh my God, they're gas! Like, um, yeah, some of the things you read are are some of the observations that you didn't notice. Like a, a video came out last night, and um, it was a drunk people do something or other, and a lot of people were like, oh you know, Diane was death staring her partner and I was like, no, I was just really drunk and seeing two of my partner and I didn't really know which one to focus on, <laughs> like, you know, but uh, the observations are really interesting and uh, they kind of have their own little group of friends in the comments as well. So that's, I don't think I've seen that anywhere else. So, so how did you get involved in this? I, I, I guess were these guys, uh, you know, friends of yours uh, that you decided you were going to try to put this together? Uh, I, I guess, how did you come up with the concept and say, hey, this would be a good idea for a YouTube channel? Um, well, I wasn't responsible for the concept at all. Um, a good friend of mine, Jordan, um, back in the day, him and uh, his <coughs> partner in business, not life, um, Oshin Bickley, uh, began working for um, this production company and uh, started trying out different formats of YouTube videos. And originally, it was kind of supposed to be sketch content. And um, there was a lot more acting kind of involved and stuff, and that was the field I was in at that time. Okay. Um, right. 
so uh, that's that's where I kind of started out and I actually went away for about a year didn't do any videos of facts and um, and was lucky enough my my children's agency I, I promote children for commercials and television and um, they started being used in the videos and uh, I was fortunate enough to be invited back to contribute myself so yeah so, so where do you source the ideas from in terms of, uh, you know, say the tasting shows? And, and uh, I mean, are, are these things that are brought to you or do you come up with them as a group? Uh, I... um, well, the producers brainstorm the ideas, um, but they also uh, get ideas from um, the commenters. There's a website and they are able to suggest ideas on there. But um, I have to say all the credit would go to the producers. They definitely come up with all the stuff. But um yeah, if people suggest ideas, they kind of run with a lot of those as well. And you'll see in the comment section a lot of people going, oh, my God, that's my suggestion, and they're doing it. You know, So uh, it's kind of cool. It's interactive, which is unique as well. So. Now, you guys have a hell of a following too, right? Uh, I mean, oh, yeah, it's mad. Americans and Canadians and New Zealanders and, gosh, we even had um, Philippines. When we did a Philippine taste test, I couldn't believe the amount of people in the Philippines who are watching so it's it's pretty exciting. It's an exciting time, and um, I feel like we're kind of on the cusp of some really really cool prospects and that. So it is good. It well, is exciting, and it, and it is exciting. I mean, like I can relate to that on some level doing my podcast. Like I remember when I started this eight years ago, one of the uh, first contacts that I ever made from people that I didn't know uh, was a filmmaker in Poland, and I thought. Well, hell, that's pretty cool. There's a filmmaker in Poland. Well, um, so cool. I mean, right? Like, yeah. you kind of bring stuff to the table that you wouldn't have thought of before. Different cultures and stuff like that. Yeah, so. I mean, it's a global village. You never know where the hell it's going and, and who's going to be listening to you, right? So. Yeah, it's the beauty of the internet. Um, I, I think, you know, uh, perhaps it's biased to say, but maybe the generation up from us don't necessarily understand the power of the internet yet, certainly in Ireland. Um, but it's just it's just such a cool, unique, global community. Um, I think that's what makes it unique and exciting, you know. So uh, I'll, I'll ask you a typical question that, that you probably get asked a lot, but but uh, just sort of a best and worst scenario in terms of the things that they've they've made you consume, right? Oh um, my god, yeah. So, 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 so what, hmm? what what would you say is the strangest thing that they uh, that they made you that they made you eat? the strangest thing well I mean like there's a lot of things I don't like like I, I really don't like big slabs of meat so I really hated meatloaf but um <laughs> we did uh we did weirdest American cocktails that was quite strange and that okay. was like came out last week it was like mayonnaise and Jägermeister and um what? yeah it's pretty gross <laughs> mayonnaise <laughs> but, uh, and you know. licorice and mayonnaise uh, yeah I think it was called horse juice so that was lovely, Damn. and um, you know, you never quite know when you walk into that office exactly what they're going to throw at you. But um, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But I kind of think they're both equally entertaining as a contributor to uh, participate in. May I, I'm, it's going to take me a while to get that image out of my head. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, oh, you can see please. it on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, by, by the same token, what were some of the things that you said, oh, you know what, this looks odd, but, but uh, you know, you actually wound up enjoying it? Well, I actually was like, I had quite a bland palate. Um, my oh, parents find it really ironic that um, I'm on a YouTube channel tasting things because I think for a good five years I just ate chicken nuggets and 
its various chicken spin-offs like roast chicken um so yeah I, I really wasn't that into food so that a lot of the times you'll see me trying things for the very first time um so that's probably been the best bit for me it's just like that I've kind of opened up my mind a lot and actually I do like most things um but not so much the meatloaf <laughs> okay like, have, uh, has there ever been a line that, that was brought to you whether it was uh you know I mean, I, you know, bugs or whatever it was, and that, that they said, you know, they took one look at it and said, no, I'm not going, you, you can't tell. No, well, that line hasn't been crossed yet for me, but um, I don't know, uh, one of the contributors suggested the other day that, because we don't know what we're eating until we're eating it, and uh, he suggested we might be eating dog, and I was like, ah, lads, like, I'm not eating dog, <laughs> so that would probably be my line, but uh, apart from that, maybe, I'm relatively open, she said, knowing that perhaps there would be something she wouldn't eat. That's what I love when I get you guys on from Ireland. I don't know what the hell I'm going to be getting. and This is a riot. So uh, I'm going to throw out another one that, you know, that made me laugh. Um, I, I can't believe I'm actually going to say this on air. <laughs> Coco Snuff. Coco Snuff. I know. You saw that? I saw that as well. I wasn't in it. You but, no, um, no yeah, I, I know you weren't in it, but I, I just... I, when you see a phrase like that it's one of those things like a car accident where you just can't look away I... I know it was so funny though I mean some of the girls looked like pros didn't they they kind of knew what they were doing um, yeah it was very interesting to watch because we heard like through the grapevine that there had been like a quite extraordinary taste test and we were like what was it and then we kind of heard what it was um, but yeah I guess uh, you know back when I was a kid it was you know those fake cigarettes you used to smoke they were like um they were just sticks of candy yeah and yeah, that yeah. was pretty really controversial so now they do like they snort chocolate so yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing now apparently well, yeah yeah like uh, yeah the popeye cigarettes you're talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now, in, in addition to all this uh, this fun and frivolity here, you, you've actually got your own YouTube channel too, right? Uh, yeah. So, so what what do you do there? I, I guess the, what uh, what kind of material are you actually posting on that one? Well, it's it's very um it's very organic in nature. Um, I kind of started it there just over a year ago, and it was at quite a tumultuous time in my life, and I kind of just needed an outlet, and my channel was it, and it's kind of evolved in that time, um, as my life has, um, into kind of more lighthearted stuff. But I like to think I dip in and out of you know serious content or whatever but I also have like other Irish YouTubers on the channel and um, so it's very it's very like whatever I want that week and I'm not really doing it for any reason other than my own amusement right. and it seems other people are amused by it also so that's uh you know that's good <laughs> so what do you just pick a topic and say you know what this is what I think about you know give us an example of something that you would have talked about um what have I done um recently like recently I did um my hangover hangover cures um so that was just kind of something that came to me one day when i was lying in bed dying of um my night's fun the evening before and i just thought this would be funny for a video let's just do it um so i did that and uh yeah it just kind of comes about like that or um just things i find interesting like i did one on you know what makes you smile when I was having kind of a bad week right. and uh, you know so it's kind of it's very different um, 
yeah, kind of all over the place, a bit like me. Now, now I, okay, on the subject of things that make you smile, I mean, I'll, I'll bring this up because I'm a dog person too, but uh, you've got a little, uh, you know, fur baby running around the house too, I understand, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, he's here beside me now. Um, Chewie is my dog, uh, and he is my fur baby. Um, and, yeah, I'm ridiculously obsessed with him. He has his own babysitter and uh, and that, so... <laughs> He, uh, he actually won a dog show recently. Um, I dressed him up as a hipster and he had glasses and dungarees and it was great. And he absolutely hated it, but then he liked all the attention he got and all the food. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what happens. You're making me look foolish, but as long as you pay out at the end, then, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he won... Um, he won a trip to a dog cafe, so that was great. He made loads of new pals and stuff, so, you know, he put up with the glasses for an hour. <laughs> what, what, uh, what breed of dog is it? He's a Maltese Yorkie, so okay, a Morkie. Right, right. um, yeah, yeah, so he's a, he looked like a Wookiee when I got him, which was why he was so cold, but now he absolutely doesn't, and it doesn't make any sense, but, um, yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah, ours is uh, Tatum. She's a Shih Tzu Poodle cross, and I won't let her in my uh, when I do the radio because if she falls asleep, she uh, <coughs> she actually snores. Oh, I love she, it. Oh, yeah, she, no, she snores louder than most people do. And yes, I, it's amazing. These know. tiny little dogs, like they just that. Well, I don't know where it comes from, but well, no, uh, I, yeah, he's I, the same. He's woken me up before, like. You know, I'm sitting there asking about somebody's crowdfunding campaign, you know, and I say, how much money do you need to raise? And she goes, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, uh, they're great. They're just, they're just balls of love. Like, his only job in the whole world is to love me, and he does that very well. So, um, you know, we'll forgive him all sins. <laughs> so, uh, and you're also part of a, uh, an alternative rock group, too, huh? Yeah, that's kind of a really new thing in my life, um... I had a really intense phobia of singing in public up until just over a year ago. And um, and I just kind of turned around one day and said, you know, life's too short. I actually don't care about the fear. Just go in and do it anyway. And I auditioned for this group and it kind of evolved from there into another group. And we had our first gig there a couple of weeks ago. And now we're lined up for five more gigs, which is hilarious um because it's very recreational and um and stuff but it seems to be kind of snowballing quite fast so, um, so do, you, do you do original material or do you primarily do covers of other groups or yeah, all original all content and um, okay. yeah we all all original and um, so what kind of happens is um kigo uh, the band is expansina and um, kigo kind of writes something on the guitar and he'll send it over to me and I'll kind of create a melody and lyrics, or else our drummer Luke's also done some lyrics as well. Um, and we kind of, it's real collaborative kind of experience, and it's just very cathartic and enjoyable. Uh, you know, singing in, uh, you mentioned that was something that you had a bit of a, uh, a phobia, but is uh, singing in, in public uh, something that you've grown to develop an appreciation for? Or? Well, you see, I, I had kind of been singing to children I did children's entertainment for a while and for some reason I didn't find that scary because um they're small people um, but uh so I had done that like in front of like a lot of children before so um what I did was for the very first gig I got unmercifully merry um on some Irish whiskey and um had a lovely time with the microphone um yeah <laughs> it went, went very well so uh 
yeah, that was the phobia God now. Um, you know, you still get butterflies and stuff, yeah, but now of it's kind of more exciting than nausea inducing. So, you know, progress. Hey. <laughs> Uh, Diane, we have to tie this up, but I want to make sure, first of all, this was a lot of fun, so I'd be proud to have you back anytime you like, and if you need my help promoting anything, then then you let me know, okay? But but where can people go to learn more about what you're doing and uh, you know get in touch with you? I know that you're on um, on Twitter and you're well engaged there. That's how I met you, quite frankly, right? Yeah, Casey, that's, that's how I met you. Um, yeah, absolutely. This was so fun and so brief, but um, really fun. Um, I'm basically, I'm uh diana drama on most uh things twitter instagram snapchat um so that's d-i-a-n-o drama um or you can find me diane jennings on youtube um so i'm everywhere you can find me everywhere <laughs> okay well diane this was a lot of fun and and uh like i said thanks a lot for uh for being available on short notice and and uh you know like I said, you know all the best to the guy the uh, the gang over at facts there and keep me laughing because that stuff is a riot <laughs> So. I'll send on your love. Thanks right. a lot, Casey. All right. Okay. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. So now, after all that fun, all I've got to do is see if I can get a hold of the President of the United States. So let me see if I can get Mr. President on the line here. Hello, Mr. This President. Is Casey? Yes, uh, Mr. President, are you there? Is this Casey Ryan? Yes, it is. Yes. Hey, how are you today? How are you, Mr. President? Well, I'm doing fantastic. I'm down here to the south of you. I heard a little earlier I've been listening to your show, and I heard that you said it was kind of warm up there. It's really cold down here, so thank you for having me on in such short notice. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm looking forward to a really really fun interview with you well and as am i uh, mr president so what we're going to do is i'm just going to uh, do my traditional mid-show break here i'm going to bring in uh, the godfather of soul uh, james brown to uh do a little bit of propaganda warm-up for you and then we'll be back to give you a proper introduction all right that'll be fantastic thank you all right so uh we're just going to do a little bit of a james brown piece uh, living in america from rocky four when you know, propaganda was so bad, it was so good. So, and we'll be back with, uh, with Donald Trump. Uh, if you just meet yourself up, please, there should be a, a little button for your mic. All right.
James Brown has left the building. I almost tried to get back in. Uh, all rise for the President of the United States. I'm rising, are you? Is everybody rising? Everybody better be rising. turn my mic back on uh yes uh our guest in the uh, last half of the show today is uh, none other than the 45th president of the united states who's dialing in from an undisclosed location obviously we don't want to uh make the secret service uh, upset about this but he's in the mountain time zone uh mr uh, donald trump uh mr president how are you sir I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me, Casey. It's truly an honor to be on your wonderful show. And I think you do a fantastic job. You really do. I'm into real news. I don't like fake news. I like real podcasts and not fake podcasts. So I really hope you're not a fake podcast. Uh, yeah, you'd have to help me define that, sir, because uh, I mean, between CNN and ESPN, uh, I, I'm kind of wondering myself, or I'm at a loss. I'm up in Canada, so I... Mm -hmm. I, I, I well, I, you're doing much better than the very dishonest CNN and ESPN. The ratings are so low. They're, I mean, I don't know how they haven't gone out of business. I feel really bad for them, but I think you're doing great. So we're off to a good start. I really appreciate you having me on, and I'm looking forward to making the podcast so great again. And, uh, okay, so what I've done is I've envisioned this, uh, Mr. President, as sort of a town hall, and I've, I've uh, sourced uh, some questions for you internationally, some from the States and some I've thought up on my own, and, uh, and some we've gotten even as far away as Scotland. And, uh, oh, wow. So... Uh, where I know that you tried to build a golf course, but they, they didn't want you to do that. Yeah, yeah, the Scots, they weren't really big fans of golf courses. Do I not make great golf courses? You make great I mean, golf courses, sir. Yeah. I make the greatest golf courses. So I don't know why they didn't want the golf course, but we love the Scots, and the Scots love me, so that's okay. Uh, okay, so my first uh, question comes from the youth of, of Canada, sir. Uh, I, uh, there's an eight-year-old girl here uh, who, who came up, and when I found out that uh, she found out that I was having you on, I uh, had some questions for a world leader, and I, I was just wondering if maybe you could help us out. This is from the, uh, the mouths of the Canadian youth, sir. Uh, well, yes, I would love to. Absolutely. Let's hear those fantastic questions. Okay, so uh, just from a, a practical standpoint, uh, I mean, there's been so much that's been said in the news about uh, about the weather lately. Uh, and uh, what she wants to know is why there's so many hurricanes in Florida. Oh, well, that's a really fantastic question. And thank you to whoever asked it. I mean, I can't really know exactly from a scientific point of like why the hurricanes are coming because i've been told from both sides like i don't know if you've ever heard of the flat earth but like i don't know a lot of people are telling me about this flat earth thing so i don't necessarily know why the hurricanes are hitting but we're doing such a huge job of repair re repairing and rebuilding um the great states of texas and florida but you know hurricane hillary i mean hurricane harvey came and hurricane harvey hit texas and you know we're rebuilding hurricane irma 
hit Florida and we're rebuilding. And then now Hurricane Jose wants to come in, but I built the wall. So no one has anything to worry about. Uh, now, uh, this is a question from uh, from Scotland, and uh, you, you've taken a hard stance on the fact that global warming isn't something that's real, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so, is it feasible to think then that the hurricanes are uh, are sort of a hidden thing that, that the Chinese are unleashing upon you? Is this a, an act of war with China? Well. I mean, it really well could be. Maybe not the Chinese so much as Lil' Kimmy, which we're calling him Rocket Man. I don't know if you saw, I was tweeting this morning, and I'm starting to call him Rocket Man. Little Elton John came out with a great song called Rocket Man. So maybe Lil' Kimmy has some kind of weather device or something. I don't think it's global warming. I think, like, the flat Earth is probably more real than the warming of the globe. That's okay. That's just me. But, you know, they're coming, and we're, we're doing everything that we can to keep Americans safe. Um, we're doing a fantastic job. You saw me down in Texas helping out. So I don't think it's the Chinese. It really well could be Lil' Kimmy, but I'm hoping not because we will hit back at him so hard and so big league, his, his neck will spin. So I really hope it's not him. Uh, okay, and, and again, I, uh, another question from Scotland. There, there's a little-known theory, and when you say Kimmy, we're, we're talking about uh, the, uh, you know, the dictator of, of the, uh, the sequestered nation of uh, the, uh, the People's Democratic of North Korea. Uh, but there's a little-known theory that, that uh, you and Kim Jong-un uh, used to actually the same hairstylist. Is that true? That's not true. That's actually not true. I have great hair. I have real hair. Everyone thinks it's a hair piece, but it's not. It's actually my real hair. I like, you know, you've seen me do the ice bucket challenge and the hair didn't fall off. It's, you know, it looks kind of like a red raccoon. That's okay, but it's worth lots of money. So I don't think that it's the same haircut and we don't have the same hairstylist because mine is worth like $10 billion and his is worth like zero. So I don't think it's the same hairstylist. I really hope not. If it is, I'm going to have to get a new one. So if anyone out there who's listening is a hairstylist, Please contact me. I would love to, you know, start doing business with you instead of someone doing business with both of us. Now, <laughs> okay. Uh, now, again, uh, a question from uh, our, our nation's youth again. Uh, I, you know, the, the, the schedule of a president uh, is really, really hectic. And um, uh, again, the same little girl wants to know if do you, do you ever change your clothes, sir? Uh, you always seem to be wearing the same suit. Mm hmm. Well, once again, that's a really fantastic question. I, I ought to meet this girl because she sounds fantastic. She sounds lovely. I'd love to meet her and say hello. But to answer her question, um, I do change my clothes. I just have like the same color clothes, as you can see in all the videos and all the pictures. <laughs> we have the dishonest press. They're always like taking pictures and stuff. And I always look like I'm wearing the same clothes. But I do change my clothes with the exception of Sunday. I don't change my clothes on Sunday because I just sit down and watch the football games or I go golfing. I don't know if you've seen me in my golf or my yeah, tennis clothes my tennis my white shorts and my white polo shirt and the red maga hat because we have to wear the maga hat so I, that's all i wear on sunday but every other day i i don't change my clothes uh now on the subject of youth i'll, I'll bring this up that was uh, that was one hell of a party that the boys goes through for you recently where you you gave them some tips on uh on picking up women and everything uh that, that was that was a hell of a thing well you know it's what do boys do Right. I mean, we're scared of cooties and, you know, you're like a boy and you're growing up and at first you don't like girls 
And then you start to like girls. And then as you get older, you like them even more and even more big league and big league and big league. And finally, you just love them so hugely. And you're like, come here, you. And you start dating them. So it's good to tell them, you know, from the beginning, look, you're going to like girls. Okay, you're going to like girls. Girls are going to like you. And if I could just give them, I mean, look at my wife. Look at Melania. Is Melania not like the most gorgeous woman in the world? So if I could give them some pointers, I had a great time. I think the Boy Scouts learned a lot from me, um, especially about women, because I, I know women. Women know Trump, and Trump knows women, believe me. Uh, okay, now, uh, being you know your next-door neighbor, you know, Mr. President, now, uh, one of the things that, that uh, the Canadians have been following fairly closely is, I mean, you have been on an absolute mission since you first took office, or even before during the campaign trail, uh, to repeal and replace the, the, you know, admittedly a law that you didn't like in, in the form of Obamacare. Obviously, you know, up here, we have a socialized system in healthcare that works no matter who's in power, right? And it's worked for years, right? Uh, what are your thoughts on the way that Canadians do uh, healthcare? Well, to each country their own, okay? And first of all, first off, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, Casey. It's not just me that likes it. Americans don't like it. Millions of Americans don't like it. We can't afford the premiums, okay? We were lied to. It was a lie. Obamacare is a disaster. It's dead. It's dead. And so he said, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. That didn't happen. Okay, he said, if you like your plan, you can keep your plan. That didn't happen. So it's not just me who doesn't like Obamacare. Obamacare was a complete and total disaster. And if Canada wants to have the way that they do the health care, that's okay. But I heard, and this is just a rumor from Mr. Trudeau. This is just a rumor from I heard. But I heard that, like, you guys pay lots of money in taxes. You guys, your paychecks are, like, so big league ripped off from the taxes. So Americans, we like our money. We don't like to pay a lot of taxes. We like to have the freedom to choose where we want to go get health care and i have a plan and it's going to be a great plan but we just have to get it through the senate and congress and we almost did but john mccain you know him he led the fight against obamacare when he was running against him then he had the brain tumor maybe something happened and he voted no so we're going to come out with a great plan and we care a lot about every american we want to make sure every american has health care but if canada wants to do it your guys's way that's totally okay that's why I'm president of the United States and not president <laughs> of Canada, right? We're making America great again. If you want me to make Canada great again, Casey, Casey, listen, if you want me to make Canada so great again, then I will be on like the next flight there today. Okay. Oh, no. I'll be sure to, you know, let Justin know the next time I talk to him. Yeah. Uh, well, Justin, I mean, he's asked me, he says, Mr. Trump, excuse me, Mr. Trump, how do you make your country so great again? I said, well, you just have to listen and watch and learn. So he and I are talking. We're great friends. He and I, we kind of disagree. But I think that the country and the world is seeing that America is becoming strong, brave, and great again because of me. Okay. Now, I, you know, another subject that is a bit of a sore point with you. And I, I mean, I, there's so much ground I could cover with you. Uh, but uh, I'll ask this. Uh, again, uh, Paul Reeves out of uh, Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, any sign of you actually releasing your tax returns anytime soon? Well, we've had tax returns released, okay? We've had tax returns released. This is a hit piece from the dishonest press and the very fake news, uh, CNN and the liberals. They love to say, oh, Mr. Trump, where's Mr. Trump's tax returns? We've showed tax returns, 
And I think I paid like more in taxes than 90% of America made. So I've, I've paid taxes. I've paid my fair share. And, you know, I've abided by all laws when it comes to the tax code. So there's really nothing there. These are hit pieces by the fake news and the very dishonest CNN. Um, so, you know, I mean, if people want to continue saying that I haven't shown taxes, then that's OK. I mean, they might be a little bit upset with how much money I made. But what they what they fail to look at is how much money did I pay in taxes? Uh, now, another uh, moment that went viral for you recently was uh, at least there was some phenomena that you know uh, took you off of the, the front page for a little while with the eclipse. Uh, you mentioned already so much about the, the fake media. Were the warnings about not staring into the sun without sunglasses on uh, just another conspiracy by the fake media, sir? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Did you see me looking at the sun and like, am I still making the country so great again? So it's not, I didn't just look at the sun because CNN told me not to. I had to look up. First off, I can, you know, it's like, here's the thing. I'm not going to get blind by looking at the sun. The sun is going to get blind by looking at me and how great I'm making the country again. So that's okay. I, no harm, no foul. But I was a little bit weary of when the very fake news CNN was like, put on your glasses Put on your glasses or else you're going to be blind. I was like, okay, I got to try this out. And once again, was I not proven right? Because am I blind? No. So the very fake news CNN is once again very dishonest, and I think I beat them so big league. Now, uh, do you ever think that just for a second, right, that, uh, I mean, this is a surreal moment that you beat out all these, you know, candidates, these qualified candidates. Some of them were a lot more qualified than others. Well, you call them qualified. I don't call I, them qualified uh, I, because I, I won. I, so, I, I mean, obviously they're not qualified, but I, go I, ahead. I, okay, that spoken like the real deal uh now was there ever a tiny moment in the back of your mind that that you thought that maybe this was all just a, a practical joke by the democrats that went sour that you actually managed to to get into the office well absolutely not i mean because everyone was saying that me running was the joke and then they said oh he's never gonna first off they said he's never gonna run he's never gonna run and then i said i'm gonna i'm gonna run and they said well he'll never file the paperwork and then i filed the paperwork and they said he'll never be a real contender and then i was at like 36 percent in the first week and everyone else was at like two so that's okay but then all of the democrats they said oh well, we're going to have Hillary because, you know, the Democratic election was rigged. Bernie Sanders probably should have won that, but he didn't because the DNC doesn't care about what the constituents think. Unlike the Republicans, who we had a fair and honest process and they said we want Mr. Trump. And then, of course, as everybody knows, America said we want Mr. Trump, too. So the joke is on them because they said, OK, well, Hillary's going to be the nominee. She's going to win. And if we run against Trump, she's going to win so bigly. And boy, did I knock the hell out of her. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh one uh one final comment I, I haven't heard jenny take any cheap shots at alec baldwin in a while do you think his impersonation is getting any better or worse well I, here's the thing so there's like saturday night live. i love saturday night live okay i love saturday night live i think they had like the best ratings when i was on as a candidate but alec baldwin i mean i don't think he does a really good job so if you keep telling him he's not doing a good job i don't think that's going to make him any better but i mean i think that you know there's a lot better people out there like real timothy trump he does an impersonation i think he does a lot better but snl will never have him because of what side of the aisle he's on so you know i'm just going to leave him alone and let little little baldwin go run around and be little baldwin <laughs> Uh, okay, so I'm going to take a, a sidestep here to thank uh, to thank a guy who who put on one hell of a good game for us this afternoon, Timothy Trump. 
uh, who uh, you know lends his name and his uh, experience. Uh, Tim, what's the reaction? Honestly, uh, speaking to what little of you that I can to to the, uh, I got to admit you're you're much quicker on your feet than I thought you were gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> Is it okay? So can I use my real voice now? Use, or real, use, your, real, use your real voice for a minute. Or oh, real, real voice. Okay. <laughs> well, hey man. First off, um, you know, once again, thanks for having me on, and and yeah, I appreciate that that compliment i didn't know what was gonna hit i know we might disagree a little bit so i was waiting i was like what is he gonna ask no, I'm uh, those are some hardball questions you know i think even trump trump might have walked out but i tried to be a wiffle ball but I, I a couple of them did come from my my best friend's eight-year-old and i, I no I, yeah I, yeah I, I, you know those were great questions and i, I mean to think to think that an eight year old can have the capacity to think of a humorous question like that and and bring in seriousness with it. I thought those were fantastic. So, um, you know, they were really fun to answer and, and kind of keeping in line with what, you know, RTT or Real Timothy Trump is all about um, is uniting the country through humor. So uh, both both sides of the aisle laugh. We both everyone in the world has, you know, a sense of humor. Um, so if we can laugh at each other then I think that we can really start to make progress and, and maybe, hopefully, unite one day. Well, yeah, there, there has to be a certain amount of laughter that goes along with it. I mean, it, it's because uh, otherwise, it, I mean, let's face it, we're living in scary times no matter what side of the political mm -hmm. divide that you fall on, right? Uh, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, no, definitely. I mean, and, and that's the thing. I mean, the, the whole Trump impersonation, I mean, I catch flack when I – I mean, I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. Excuse my language. I don't know if I can cuss no, on this you, thing. You, you go right uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, but, you know, I catch flack from, from both sides. And, uh, I mean, I, I, it's okay to make fun of someone in a humorous way. I mean, I happen to support Donald Trump. I worked on his campaign. Um, I've, I've supported him since day one. I wanted him to run in 2008 and 2012 when he finally did in 2016. And, of course, we know what happened. Right. Um, but, I, I mean, you know, it's just – I catch flack if I if I try to unite the other side, and then of course I get a lot of heat for uh, <laughs> the content that I put out from the left. They they absolutely hate it. So you uh, maybe my mission's not going that well of uniting the country <laughs> because I'm just getting hate mail from from both sides. But you know it's it didn't start that way. It was it, it was all just kind of a thing. I I happened to do his voice. I didn't think I really did it well. Um, and then my brother one day he was saying like he was trying to talk like trump when he was talking about banning the uh the muslim ban as a candidate and he's like they're going back and so my brother said it and then i was like dude that sucks and so then i said it he's like bro that's really good um so i kind of kept it under wraps i did it where i work at my day job and everyone loved it but then a, an instagram page mom for trump was was being attacked and so i sent her a video and i was like mom for trump we stand with you so big league and she posted it to uh to her page and it kind of just has blown up since then i mean it's it's over six thousand followers in three weeks um so it's it's really crazy it, it is it's a movement and and i call it a movement I, I call myself the voice of the social media conservatives but i'm nothing without the love and support that i get from from everyone who follows me and and you know i call them friends not followers so it, it is crazy it's it's pretty insane how quickly it's blowing up but i'm having a lot of fun doing it well yeah i mean i i tried to you know, make it funny, but without going for the jugular either. So I, you know, I, I, well, <laughs> no, you did great. You, that was, that, that was fun. I mean, the, the, um, 
it's all you always have to be kind of careful I man you know yeah, this you probably do. more you than do. i do you, you, i'm you, learning you, as i go no you never know where things are going to wind up and i you know they're gonna right. say, you know never say anything that you wouldn't want you know associated with your name on the front page of a newspaper the next day so <laughs> i mean I, I well I, I mean you know it's in a couple of those answers in there i mean as you could tell that's i'm poking fun at, at trump because what he says is funny sometimes yeah. but I, I, I mean i don't I must not do a really good job of letting people know that I actually support him because I had someone follow me since almost day one. And then I put up a video and he was like, wait, you support this clown? And I just started laughing. I was like, well, the only clown must be you for being well, that stupid well, no, to think but that I, I, I support I, the guy. And, and when <laughs> but, I... Yeah, and I, and I say this with complete sincerity. Some of those answers were a lot closer to reality than I I, <laughs> I was prepared for. <laughs> uh, so, well, well, thank you. Well, um, so no, you, no, it's you important. Think, it's, you think yeah, very, it, you think very very quickly on your feet, and that, that's not an easy thing to do. So. Uh, well, you made it tough, so I appreciate the kind words. That was <laughs> I had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, okay, so so Tim, we got to wrap this up. Uh, you want to give me a quick plug for your uh, your uh, Twitter uh, handle there, or anything else, or your do you have a YouTube page or anything else that people can follow? Yeah, so I have a YouTube. Um, I'm eventually hoping to to kind of transition into podcasting. So right now, the videos on my YouTube are the same as my Instagram, but um, I don't have a YouTube channel URL yet. You have to have it for like 30 days before you can make a custom one. But you can find me on Instagram at real Timothy Trump. Uh, my Snapchat is at Real Tim Trump, and my Twitter, which I'm trying to get more active on, is at the Real Tim Trump because Real Tim Trump was already taken. Um, I answer all my Snapchats and my Instagram direct messages. So, um, if anyone listening wants to reach out and talk, I'd, I'd love to uh, write back. But thanks, thanks so much for having me on. This was a blast, um, and and we're we're really making the cutting room floor great again, are we not? Are an endorsement like that? I've got well, an endorsement like that. Uh, so, uh, I've got to tie this up because uh, Spud Goodman is going to be coming in here, so stick around for that. Tim, if you could just hang on the line after I disconnect, I just want to have a quick word with you, and then uh, we're just going to tie this up. Uh, so on behalf of all my guests today, you Melissa Casey Ryan on the cutting room floor, it's going to do it for a Sunday. Cut, print, wrap, and tie. another edition of the cutting room floor with your host, Casey Ryan. Follow Casey on Twitter at Cutting Room MRB and on Facebook. The cutting room floor.